Hello and welcome back to The Brew Interviews, the only podcast with professionally made beers and not-so-professional hosts. I am Robbie, and joining me as always via the internet is my best friend, Lauren. It is episode 10, and I am happy to say that we have hit some sort of a milestone within our podcast. 10 episodes doesn't sound like a lot, but trust me, getting Lauren to stick to a routine schedule is nothing short of a miracle. This episode, we are going to do some brew news. We will discuss an article about the five rules that every beer bar should follow. Then, we are going to delve into a couple of different topics that have been on my mind as of late. So get ready to tune in, turn on, and strap on this week on The Brew Interviews. The Brew Interviews, coast to coast, brews, faves, and more with Lauren and Robbie. So how you been, Lauren? Robbie, that was a great introduction. Can I just say... I have been I've been really good this week. Um, I was kind of depressed, but like then I got my period five minutes before we started this uh, podcast. So I'm feeling I feel better about my life. Feeling good. Five minutes before. Yeah, like literally like I was like, I'm like real depressed. And I was like, oh, that's why. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that could do it to you. I guess. I mean, I don't bleed out of my vagina, but I don't really know. Oh, well, listen. Periods can be very... Uh, we won't get into this topic. We won't get into this topic <laughs> on this episode. It's too early for period blood Yeah, stuff. I've been real good. I've been real good. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm still not yeah. dating. I don't have my dating apps still. I'm focusing that's on good. this podcast. I'm focusing on my work. I'm living my best life. I'm going to be 27 next month, Robbie. I'm going to be 27. Oh, you are. Yeah. I'm getting there, man. I'm, I like it. I think that 32 is going to be the prime year of my life. But, like, I think that this year is going to be, like, the start to my prime. You know what I mean? Twice, like, I see a lot seven. of good starts and, like, good beginnings happening in my life right now. And uh, yeah. I'm really digging it. It's giving me a good vibe. I'm a year older than you. Yeah. Which is, I've always been, so you are, like, the oldest for our grade. And I'm, like, like you're right at that cutoff. Like, you could have been in the grade older um, but I'm right at that cutoff also, but on the other end of the spectrum, like I barely made the class that we made that like we're both in. Like I yeah. was supposed to be in the year younger than me and you were supposed to be in the year older than you, but we both just ended up in the same year. So I had to go to what was called pre-first. Pre-first? Pre-first. It was, uh, according to my parents, it was like brand new when I was in kindergarten. I've never heard of this. And, Where did you yeah, go to kindergarten? And- uh, Franklin Elementary in Keene. Oh, okay. And it was like, from what I remember, it was all of the all of the kids with like the last names A through whatever. And you're a B. And I'm a B. Yeah. So I think I think I was part of that experimental. Here, we're gonna do this pre-first thing. They think they needed a step between kindergarten and first grade. I guess. I mean, I kind of remember it. I feel like I would have needed a step between like fourth and fifth grade. Eh. I don't even know about either. I'll, all I remember is I had to make remake a lot of friends. Like, that's fucking stupid. Wait, they didn't put you with yeah. the same kid. Oh yeah, because it was based on last names. Yeah. So like, um, uh, like some of my friends that stayed the same were like Boomika. Oh yeah, because she's an A. It starts with an A. Uh, Alex Aguilera Conway. I don't know if you remember him. No, I don't. I don't know if I know. He was in the same class. Can we say their he names on this a, podcast? We got. We I probably have to blurt out their last name. But then Greg Cloutier. Oh, I like Greg. Greg was friends yeah. with um, Devin. So he was yeah, at my yeah. house like all the time. Yeah, Greg and I were best friends up until like sixth grade. 
He was cool. He was in one of my yeah. history classes in high school. He was fucking crazy. Was that your upstairs neighbor? Yeah. You should go tell them to fucking settle down. They, nah, they draw something. It's 8 o'clock. I'm being loud, too. I don't care. Oh. 8 o'clock? Oh, that means it's, what, 11 here? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Quiet down, Slappy. Yeah. Sorry. Fuck you, Robbie. That thing is so fucking creepy. I'm so happy about him still. Uh, if you listen to our last episode, I bought a movie prop, Slappy the Dummy, from Goosebumps series from the fucking 90s. Fucking weird. Night of the Living Dummy. And he is, he is family now. Um, he's also creepy <laughs> as shit. So if you don't like ventriloquist dolls, don't fucking look at our Instagram uh, at he the Brew Interviews. Friend. Um, yeah, he's fucking weird. Yeah. So Lauren, what are you drinking today? Um. So Robbie, I don't know if you remember from our what second episode uh, when we did a collab, like a made up collab with a brewery. Was that episode two? I don't fucking or know. Three. Two or three doesn't matter. Three because three was dragon and yum yum oh yeah you're right all right so episode three when you made fun of me for wanting to put kiwi in my beer oh yes yeah okay well tonight i'm going to drink um the kiwi ipa from pipe dream brewing in londonderry new hampshire because obviously somebody else has the brilliant idea of brewing beer with kiwis as i do so here we go there it is. Oh, my fingernail got caught in the tab. Need to cut them. Oh, it you might smells. Have to send me what? Some of their stuff. You might have to send me some of their stuff. Yeah, Pipe Dream. Pipe Dream is it. real good. I got their pat. They came out with a, a passion fruit one too, so I have that in my fridge, um, along with their Double Vision IPA and their Mango IPA, which is really good also. So, is that an IPA? Yeah. This is okay. Wow. That's so good. All right. So, yeah, this is a <laughs> it's a kiwi wow. IPA. Robbie, you you um you smell this and literally all you smell is like kiwi and like I want to say pineapple. Um I'm I'm sure that there's I honestly didn't do any research about this beer. I bought it tonight. Um so it all you smell is kiwi. It's super fruity. Um it's very distinctive. It's a super clear beer. It's got like I think Robbie, it tastes like juice. Robbie, it tastes like juicy fruit. Like the gum. It looks like a lager. This tastes like a, it looks like a lager. Um, it's a little lighter. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. It looks darker on the screen. It's, um, it really looks like, uh, maybe the Sculpin. If you poured out the Sculpin IPA from Ballast Point, like it's about that color. Um, it's a little hazy. I don't know if it's just the, uh, the condensation on my glass because this is hot as shit in this apartment. But this beer is so fruity. It literally, like, it tastes like a gummy, which I love. Like, gummies are my favorite. Um, Have you ever had um, kookaburra licorice? No, not at all. Oh, that's my favorite licorice. This beer tastes just like that licorice. It's so good. It's like a really, um, like, like, I don't know. It's super fruity. It's real fruity. It's real good. I highly recommend this beer if you're in the New Hampshire, New England area. Anywhere you can get this brewery, drink this beer. It's delicious. I would hope it's fruity. It's made with kiwis, right? It tastes like kiwis. If you put fucking kiwi in a beer, that's exactly what this tastes like. That's exactly what you're drinking, and you know it. I stopped eating kiwi because I always get those sores on my tongue, like from the from oh, the from the acidity of it. it is. But oh. I don't get that from any other fruit but kiwi. Do you, have you ever eaten um, kumquats? Yes. 
I got I got that really bad from eating a ton of kumquats once. Really? Just eating a yeah. ton of kumquats. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> There's uh, this hint, really good it. place in hint, Florida called Nokomis Groves and you fucking we they had really good kumquats and so I bought a bunch of kumquats and we ate them like on the <laughs> plane ride home and then I got these terrible sores in my mouth from like the ass. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You brought kumquats <laughs> on a plane? Please Hold edit on, all on. of that out. That's no, so no, no. bad. <laughs> No, I'm saying, who allowed you to bring kumquats on a plane? <laughs> what TSA agent still has their job and was like, yeah, take these kumquats on that plane because that's okay. My mom. All right, listen. My mom brought them on the plane. So she probably had, she probably fucking hit them in her shoe or something. She's, who knows? She smuggled like, them in her anus. Just like. <laughs> All I know is I ate kumquats on a plane from Florida. This was when I was younger, though. It wasn't, like, recent years, so it might have been, like, pre... Uh, no, it was definitely post. post I don't what? know. Anyways, my mom bought, my mom managed to swingle a bunch of fucking kumquats on a plane once. <laughs> I was saying 9-11, pre and post 9-11. Oh, because like what we use as a reference for things, I guess. <laughs> well, I figured, like, all I would have to say is pre and post, because, like, that's when TSA took their job seriously, uh, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that anyways. Yeah, thanks 9-11. Robbie, I'm already halfway done with the spear. It's so good. Well, maybe we should move on to what I have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have a very special beer. I don't know if you could even call it a beer. Uh, it is something that is quite renowned, especially throughout the United States. Robbie, I'm so excited. I know. Are you? Uh, it is something that was discontinued and now is currently back in production for a limited amount of time. Tell Can me guess what, it, what is. it is. Oh, it's Zima, you I motherfuckers. It is Zima. Robbie, I don't know what Zima is. Oh my, are you serious? <laughs> How do you have a beer podcast if you don't know what Zima is? Robbie, this is a learning experience for me. I don't know I don't know that much about beer. I know I like it. Zima is a notorious, uh, they call them coolers. It's like a smeared off ice almost. Okay. Oh, yo, one of my older coworkers was talking to me about this beer. He was like, when yes. I was in college, we drank Zima. Zima. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I had Zima when I was a kid and then... They, they limited and released it. So I was like, I'm buying a fucking pack of Zima. And it's still as bad as you remember it. Oh. <laughs> it is a it is a uh, 5% alcohol cooler. It's pretty much like a shitty Smirnoff. Uh, Zima's pretty notorious. If any of you know what I'm talking about. It came out in 1993, and then they discontinued it in 2008. Um, but not in Japan, apparently. Apparently in Japan it kept going. So where is it based out of? The U.S., where in the U.S.? Uh, it's it's made by Miller Coors. Okay, so it's like a Miller, like it's like a Coors style beer. It's not a beer. It's it's a smear. Oh, so it's a wine cooler. It's a cooler, not a wine You're drinking, cooler. But yeah. Well, what is it made with? Not wine. What's in it? Wine coolers is wine coolers its own thing. It's oh. like lemon and pineapple and it's like a Smirnoff. Smirnoff is not a wine cooler. Smirnoff is oh, a Smirnoff. You know, I kind of like the mango Smirnoff. <laughs> there are a couple that are good but these suck and they still suck so i was like i have to do this for our our 10th episode like our special episode yeah dude i want to go get one i want to go get them and try them <laughs> i so i have a zima where um where can i get them uh should be i don't know if they're still doing it because it was a limited release i actually bought this like two months ago i had a six pack and i was just like saving it i'm like what should i save this for Robbie. And i was like oh episode 10 and i fucking do that with all my beers 
Yeah, just saving them for certain things. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm like, oh, I want to drink this beer. But I was like, oh, this would be a good beer to drink on the podcast. So I like don't drink it right away, even though I want to drink it. Oh, your face, Robbie. Your face when you fucking drink out of that. The bottle is really cool, though. Wait, hold the bottle up again. It is. Zima is actually kind of a neat little bottle. It's grooved. Like, it has grooves going down it. Yeah, so the top part of it looks like a Smirnoff bottle, and, like, the, the core bottle part that you hold is, like, divot, like, has divots in it. It looks, it looks like a suave Smirnoff. It was, this is way before Smirnoff, too, I'm pretty sure. Really? Well, wait, yeah, wait, way, when did it come before. out, you said, earlier? 1993. 93? We were two years old. I was two. I was three. But, so Zima means winter in the okay. Slavic languages, but, uh... Oh, so it's like yeah. ice. So it literally is like Smirnoff ice. Yes. Damn. All right. Well, it's I like that you picked that beer. I like that you picked that beer, Robbie. I went out of my comfort zone last episode. You went out of your comfort zone this episode. I wouldn't say it's out of my comfort zone. Yeah, but it's just like a real shitty beer. You remember that one episode? So far, I'm like all over the, the, the alcohol map with this podcast. I feel like next week I might I might do a porter. I don't know. Stout. I'm going to, I think I'm going to do, I think, you know what? Here's my announcement, everyone. Next week, I'm going to drink a wheat beer. I'm proud of you. Yeah. I'm really, I really want to push myself out to my comfort zone. I'm, I'm, I, I listened to the first couple episodes that we did and I was like, you know what? I shit on wheat beers a lot, but like, and I stopped drinking them, but your taste buds change and like your taste change. Like I hated IPAs when I first started drinking beer and now that's all I drink. So like I should really start trying to like expand my beer horizon. You know what I mean? You, you were so negative about wheat beers, like right off the gate. Like it was crazy. I'm like, oh, like, cause when I was editing stuff, I'm like, man, like every fucking episode, she's like, um, fucking wheat beers. Like, you mean, me, me, me. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like. I can't I can't sit here and have a, a podcast where we talk about beer for half of the podcast and say that I yeah. don't like a certain beer because I fucking my biggest pet peeve is when somebody's like, I don't like beer. It's like you tell me the flavors that. and the taste that you like and I will find you a beer that you like. So I can't sit here and be like, I don't like wheat beers because like obviously I've learned like okay, so I think that Berliner Vices are a wheat beer but they don't have like something in them that have that like other wheat beers do so like i need to learn what i like and what i don't like and like maybe develop a taste of certain beers so here i am expanding my horizons i drank uh stouts our whole last episode i'm gonna drink probably an assortment of ipas this episode and next episode i'm gonna i'm gonna really do my best to drink a wheat beer, I'm going to go into Packy's and be like, hey, I already pre-warned him. I was like, I'm going to come in next week and be like, I need, I'm going to ask you about wheat beers. So like, be prepared. You know my tastes now. <laughs> so here I am, guys, yeah. expanding my horizons. Always try new <laughs> beers. Never say you don't like beer because there is something out there that you will like. So speaking of expanding horizons, kind of brings us into brew news. Um, we're going to talk about an article from the takeout dot com uh, it kind of goes over food and beer and stuff like that okay um it, it was an article written by kate bernot 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 i'm french so i'm gonna do bernot yeah i um, can't pronounce it, anything so good job right and it was the five uh beer menu rules that all like beer bars should follow okay so like any yeah. what what's a beer is like a beer bar a thing or is it just like a, a bar that serves beer I think that a, a bar that specializes in beer 
you know what I mean? Like they, like they, I'm sure they serve everything else, but yeah. So it's like it's like going beer, to it's like going to um, the poorhouse over Panucci's. Yes. Okay. What the poorhouse has good craft beers, local breweries, and Panucci's has like Long Trail and Sam Adams, which in yeah, Harpoon, exactly. which are not bad beers, which but are like fine. yeah, yeah, they're good craft beers, but they're not local good craft beers. Exactly. Okay. So there's five rules that she she goes over in detail. Um, and I agree with a lot of these, more or less. Yeah, pretty much. More, I pretty much agree with everything she says. I'm sure you will too, actually. All right, I'm excited to hear this because I was just watching some videos from those um, the the beerists, the rapists. Oh, beerists, that's right. Yeah, and they were talking about like they did an episode about how like how to order beer and like what you should look for at at bars, like what makes a good bar for a beer to get beers at. So. All right, here we go. So we're going to start off with number one. Uh, offer more styles of beer other than IPAs. Because IPAs are kind of the, maybe not now, but within like the last 10 years, it's kind of been the new wave in craft brewing. Oh, I, I, I absolutely believe it that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. IPAs and, are like on the forefront of craft beer right now. Like that's all people want. So like that's all you find anywhere, which I'm happy about. But like if I didn't like if wheat beers were on the the horizon, like I'd be like, fuck, like, can you like serve some IPAs? You know, I think they're switching, though. I think that's slowly changing to like certain lagers and certain uh, certain pale ales. I've been seeing more. And like gosas and sours, like it's it's changing. Oh, I've been seeing a lot more gosas and sours lately, which yeah. I'm not mad about. And I agree with, like, if you're gonna offer, if you're gonna have a beer bar, you should offer more than IPAs. I love my IPAs, and that's what I'll order 90% of the time. But having that option, I think, is great. And you know what? Maybe that would help. Like, if I were at a bar that had because like right now i go out and there's like six different options for an ipa and like maybe two wheat beers like if i went and there was six options for wheat beers and like two ipas like maybe i would be more inclined to like try a wheat beer yeah oh yeah for sure i love trying like new lagers and new ales like like the one that uh, you sent me that i just had on last episode which one that's a pale ale that's um oh from fiddlehead yeah, rarefied air. Right, right. That shit was amazing. It's not an IPA. It's a, just a pale ale. Like it's just good. It's still like the same family of beer, but like. But it tastes totally different. There's no hoppiness. There's no heaviness. It's just light deliciousness. I mean, that's mm-hmm. about it. But I totally agree with with more varieties and styles. Yeah, I think that I think that that would um, I think that that would be good uh, in helping expand everyone's like beer horizons. Completely agree. <laughs> the face that Robbie just made after he took Dude. a sip of that fucking. <laughs> I have like three Zimas left, and I'm like, I might just drink one. I don't know yet. I'm excited to see what you choose for the next one. It might be a Zima. If you go for a Zima, or if you. If you <laughs> so number two of uh, rules that beer bars should follow, and I also agree with this one. Be sure to list the beer's type and style, and not just the name. Oh, that is my biggest pet peeve when I go out yes. to a place because, like, I hate looking through a menu and, like, seeing a bunch of names because, like, names of beer sound cool. Like, I buy my beer based on the can art. So, like, if I see it on a menu, I'm going to buy it based on the name of the beer. Like, what's the coolest one? But, like, if I don't know what it is, it's like, well, maybe this is a beer that I'm not going to enjoy and I would like to try a sample of it. 
Um, But like, I don't want to order a whole beer and waste it. You know what I mean? And you should, and you should actually never anyone out there. Like if you want to try a beer on like a menu, just ask because no one's going to be mad about it. Like don't, don't ask for like eight beers, but like if you want to try like two to three, like different beers, like just ask for a sample. They'll, they'll like give you like a little sample of them. That gets me into one of my other rules that she posts. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. Kind, kind Look of, at me. Kind of, sort of. But yeah, like there are times when I like, if I see something that's like, oh, Devastator Ale or whatever, and I'm like, oh, I'll try this Devastator Ale, which I think is a real beer, isn't it? Um, I'm not sure. I think Devastator is a real thing, but... It sounds familiar. Yeah, I think it's Stone. But anyway, <laughs> but like, oh, I get this beer and it turns out to be a fucking sour that mm-hmm. I don't want at the time, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I didn't want to fucking sour with this food. Like, fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think any if, if you're a restaurant or a bar selling beer, you need to put the name of the beer, the brewery, the style of beer, and the ABV. I was yep, ABV is another one I'm going to talk about. Yeah, because, like, it, like, Clown Shoes is great, and, like, I could drink, I could keep drinking those, but that's a 9% beer, so, like, a good bar will will serve it in a smaller glass because it's such a high APV. It gets that gets to my other points too. <laughs> that that she mentions, so that's so, good. Well, she's a smart lady, man. Is space cake a nine? Yeah, um, the clown shoes space cake is a is a nine percent uh, double fuck. IPA. Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, well, and and it's nice um, if you make connections at the bar. Like I was BFFs with the bartender at. Um, the bar in Keene that I go to, and he, you're supposed to serve that in a smaller glass because it's such a high ABV. But he, he would just, would just give it to one. me in a regular pint glass. Yeah, he's like, I That's know good. what your limits are. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so number three, which we kind of hit, offer a range of ABVs. So like a five to six, a seven to eight, and an eight to nine. Yeah. Not just not just these eight to nine IPAs, double IPAs just offer a variety for people to enjoy that fucking 3.5 percent that i had two weeks ago is one of the best beers i've ever had and it's fucking amazing like abv means nothing to me but still have that option well and i think that bars may like strategically pick beers with higher uh abvs because the drunker you get like the more money you're gonna spend you know what i mean like so why would they offer a three percent beer that you're gonna you know it's not going to get you drunk and it's in in like the i feel like i don't know like i think it makes sense for restaurants to serve beers with like a higher alcohol percentage but i agree with you that um also sometimes like i just am trying to kill time and i want to stop in at a bar and a lot of ipas like range in like that six to eight percent so like if i just want to stop in and have a like enjoy a beer like i don't want to feel a little loopy afterwards like like maybe i want to have a beer that's like a three to five or like a four to five percent or like four to six percent just to like have a beer like sit there and enjoy it i only want one i'm trying to kill some time so like i think that's a that's a really good point you could argue like you said that the higher percentage beers you get drunk off of so you'll order more beer i think with the lower percentage beers you're not getting as drunk off of so you're like hey i need another fucking beer Oh, you're right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I can, I can see from both point of views. Because I agree. Because I'll, I'll, I mean, I've been pretty fucked up. And I've been like, you know what I need? I need some fucking whiskey. Like, that's a, Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, you're right. 
I've had my beer. Let me switch to that hard liquor, yeah. bro, which is never a good idea. Do not do that, people. Yeah, I try to stick to one or the other. Yeah. That's, I'm that's, like, that's a topic it, for another day. Well, like last night, I asked my friend, I was like, do I want to drink hard liquor tonight? Do I want to drink beer? She's like, mm, tonight's a hard liquor night. I was like, mm, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's always a hard liquor night. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I went to uh, the convenience store uh, right next to me in California. The Pussy Lady convenience store? The Pussy Lady. Um, and, and you can sell liquor in a convenience store okay. in California, which is oh, awesome. We should talk about the different liquor laws sometimes because it pisses me off every time I go to fucking Massachusetts. I'm like, where's the liquor store? And I'm like, how, how do I get things? Yeah. But I bought, I just wanted a small bottle of whiskey. So I got one of the, not a one, not a uh, 750, but the, the step under it. Yep. Yep. It's like three something. Yeah. 350 or 450. 325. I don't know. So I got that. And I don't know why, but buying that size of whiskey, it's just like this is what this is what bums and alcoholics buy. Like this is <laughs> this is what bums, alcoholics, and like desperate college kids yeah. trying to like, like sneak it I in doing? somewhere. But they but they don't carry like full handles of whatever and stuff like that. Certain things. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, I guess I'm buying this little bottle of fucking whiskey, and I was like, all right. That's whatever. what when we went on but vacation. That's what would get she would just get like that little yeah. handle of whiskey and always threw me off i was like mm. the little handle that does not throw. no the little not the, little you're right bottle. well you just said handle i'm sorry <laughs> uh, the like the little the like little thing of whiskey yes. i'm like you look like that's like a clear flask that's like an alcoholics yeah. flask you put it in a paper bag and you go in the town that's what yeah you do yeah bums yeah. and college kids bums and college all right um we're gonna move on to number four for the beer rules uh, which we've actually already hit. Offer different pour sizes slash glass sizes, uh, smaller pours for higher percentage alcohols and larger for the weaker ones. Yeah. Well, that I think that also makes sense, like from a financial aspect for restaurants. Like if you serve a if you serve a nine percent beer in a pint glass versus a nine percent beer in like we should do glassware for an episode too because like I really want to saying that, but you never bring it up. I know. Well, we'll bring it up. Listen, in the next two or three episodes, we should bring up glassware because I really want to know. Because there's different ones for aromas and like different styles of beers, I'm sure. But whatever. Like if you serve a smaller glass of a 9%, like they're more likely to buy another glass of it because A, um, Americans just want like we're so used to like huge serving sizes. Like if I order a beer, like I expect it to come in a pint glass. So if if a server brings it to me in a smaller glass, I'm like fuck, I'm not drinking as much beer as I would if it was in a pint glass. I'm going to order another one. Most of the places I've been to, like bars, it's always a pint glass. It it never differs. Well, that's what I mean. So, like, we are so used to buying beer in pint glasses, but, like, that's not the proper glassware to be using. Plus, if you pour a beer in a smaller glass, you're using less beer so you can sell more of it. Yeah, I mean, mean, Germans, Germans are the same way. Germans just do big ass fucking steins, you know what I mean? Like big right. ass beers. Um, the Brits are the same way; they do big ass beers. Like it's not, we're not that different at all. No, no, but that's what I mean. Like if somebody brings me a beer in a smaller glass, I'm gonna order another one because I don't think I'm getting as much beer as I wanted. Like when I had a preconceived notion of it. So it like, depends. and and you shouldn't be drinking like a nine percent beer out of a pint glass. Like if you're not used to drinking that kind of beer. Uh, when I was in Germany, there was the the Belgian bar, and they offered up a whole like array of 
specialty Belgian beers. And that's the only time I've noticed where they, they pour it in different glasses. Really? Like different sizes. Yeah. Because some of that shit's like 12% alcohol. Like it's fucking oh, yeah. maple syrup. Like it's crazy. Like yeah. the double box or whatever? No, not no, not double box. Double box or German, pretty sure. Double Were box. we just talking about Germany? Double box. Yeah, but th- this was in Germany, but it was a Belgian bar. Oh, a Belgian. Okay. Yeah. So this last one, number five, I I understand it and I do agree with it, but I understand okay. where it's also, you got to weigh your, 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 uh, your, uh, your options. All and right. Don't, don't sacrifice quality for locality. Don't offer a crap beer just because it's local and you want to support it. All right. So I have um, conflicting thoughts about this. Just hearing mm-hmm. it right now. Me too. So coming from a standpoint of what the fuck was that Sorry. face? Are you <laughs> kidding me, dude? It's he is so not bad. enjoying this. I hope you. It's uh, so bad. I have a differentiating a di- uh, different standpoints on Robbie's face right now. A, I want him to drink this beer next so that I keep getting <laughs> to see those faces, and B, I want him to drink um, a better beer because I don't want him to suffer. Anyways, I'm doing this for you, people. Yeah. <laughs> What the, the sacrifices that we make for this podcast, <laughs> Robbie literally just like drank that. What is it called? A z- zim? What is it? Zima. How Zima. Have you not heard of Zima. Listen, I, I haven't heard of Zima. The oh, the coolest thing to my name right now is that Billy Beer can that you gave me. Oh yeah, Billy Beer. We should talk Robbie, about that one day. Yeah, I brag about it literally to everyone I know. Really? <laughs> yeah, you, you gave me the coolest thing that I own. <laughs> Uh, all right, we'll talk about that on a later episode. Anyways. I like how you rank Billy Beer. If any of you know what Billy Beer is, good for you. But I like how you rank it as the coolest thing you own over your dog and cat. Well, no, I don't own my dog. He's my pet. We're we're co- You own him. No, yeah. Well, like, from a legal standpoint, I own from him. From every standpoint. Do you feed him? Yeah, but if he if he could like provide for himself, he would. He brings me sticks. Dogs, <laughs> honestly, most dogs I think would die on the outside, as as a whole because they're just not used to supporting themselves. They're so, like, they need people. They need humans most. Well, of that's them. what we get for domestic. Obviously, they need us. We domesticated them to need us so that they would protect us. Yeah, but dogs are, I mean, excuse me, cats are nothing like that. I think cats survive perfectly fine all the time. Well, dogs would if they had to. Miner was found on the side no. of the road. I think I think more or less they would die. Cats, I think, would survive for a while. That's Listen, why I'm not problem. opposed to cats either. I have a cat. Rizzo is a monster. He is a monster. He would cats? absolutely survive a zombie apocalypse. So you hate cats and dogs. Lauren is just a horrible human being. What? I have a cat and a dog. <laughs> and she hates both of them. Okay, no, end I, of the subject. What? <laughs> I love them. I post pictures of them. Everyone liked my cat and dog on our Instagram, Robbie. <laughs> okay. So what do you think about this locality versus quality? Okay, so hold on. Oh, it tastes like Fruity Pebbles. I fucking love it. Wow, that's good. Mm, kiwis all the way. Okay, so I have um, conflicting thoughts on this. As someone who grew up with parents who owned a local business, I have been brought up to think that we should support local business. And I'm fully behind that. I want you to drink local. I want you to eat local. I want you to support local businesses over the big chains. And I always pick that. Like, 
if anyone's like, hey, where do you want to go to eat? I'm like, I'm okay with anywhere unless it's a chain. So I I am fully behind supporting local business. However, if you brew a crap beer, I I can't support that. Like, I want to support your business, like, maybe... I don't. I don't even know how I would support your business if I like, because I'm not in that situation. But if you make a good product and you're local, I will support you, and I will get other people's opinions because, like, obviously, I don't like wheat beers. But like, if if there were a lo- if I had a bar and there was a local brewery that's like specialized in like Belgian ales, I would ask my friends' opinions who I trusted like on that on that beer, and I would support it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like. I'm all I'm all for supporting local business, but I'm also for supporting quality local business. Yeah, I agree 100%. Like, I'm not going to sacrifice quality just because it came from my hometown. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if um, before... And, and in all honesty, um, we talked in a previous episode about Elm City Brewing um, winning some medals i don't really consider elm city brewing like a brewery in new hampshire like See, i because i do i 100 percent do i'm it, totally which in. is like they don't serve but they serve beers that you really like kolsch's uh lock what's their uh pg keen what is pg keen pg keen is a kolsch is it a kolsch okay so yeah. i love kolsch's so. <laughs> right so those aren't styles of beers that i enjoy so i would never be like hey go to this brewery like i suggest breweries from other parts of new hampshire over the one in my hometown so like that's me trying to be like hey this quality of this beer is better than the quality of this beer which is a local business so if, so if somebody came to Keene and was like hey is there a good restaurant with some beer like fuck yeah brew pub no see when people would when people would come to to our store because we got that question a lot in our store hey you're local where do you eat where do you where do you like good beer i would have been like well there's a brew pub here but you can walk next door and drink really good other quality new hampshire beer and get a good meal like um at the poorhouse or pedraza's see i think you get a way better meal at the brew pub and that's where we differ because i i prefer I, I just prefer the poorhouse over Elm City. And and don't get me like wrong. Tacos. <laughs> I I do. I and that's my preference. I fucking love tacos. I love tacos. I like good beer. They serve both of those. If you ask me, that's my opinion. Your opinion is that you like Elm City, and that's fine. I also like Elm City. I'm not complaining about it. I like their kamikaze IPA, like I like their IPAs, but like they and, and this is the thing, like, they brew a variety of beers. They have Belgians, they have IPAs, they have Kolsch's, like, they serve a variety. And and when I go there, I think it it's just because it's so local that, like, I, I grew up with that, that I'm just like, they're not a brewery, like, they're a restaurant for me. Yeah, like, yeah, I understand that. Like, they're not a brewery, brewery, like, they don't sell their shit, they don't do that kind of stuff. Yeah, do they even distribute their beer? I don't think so. So, I, think that, I think that would be too much just trying to be a restaurant and a, you know what I mean? There are plenty of brew pubs that sell their beer. All, like small. literally all all breweries like like pretty much every brewery sells food now. But I feel like they are they were f- concentrated on the food first and then their their brewery was is smaller. It's not that big. Brew pub is not a big 
think yeah they well they have a really they have a really small production but like they have been there for fucking ever like like uh branch and blade just opened in keen and in like march and they're already distributing like all over new hampshire yeah but i think they had in mind that they were going to be a beer company that distributes everywhere and then they were just going to serve food i think the brew pub was more we're going to serve food as a restaurant and then we also have this great beer that we make and it's smaller and it's more concentrated. We should talk to her. We should see if we can do an interview with her because I'd like to see where. Because yeah. it's owned by Deb Debbie Deb. Deb. It's owned by Deb. a woman, and and yes. I would like to see what her her like end game was when she started. Yeah. Like, what did she want to be a brewery? Like, why doesn't she distribute? I think they'd have to expand. I think they'd have to get something bigger because I think I think they have enough space for what they for what they sell. Like, within the restaurant, I think they'd have just enough. But what I'm saying is, like, they've been around for so long that they could have gotten a bigger center to make beer and distribute it. Like, there are breweries smaller than them that are distributing and brewing really good beer and serving food. Maybe they're just content. You know what I mean? Like, they're they're like, hey, we're doing good business. We don't need to worry about expanding. We're comfortable. We're fine. We're making do. We don't need to work extra hard to push out this well that's what i'd everybody. like that's what i'd like to find out like is was that her like game like was that her end goal like was that her game plan like did she just want to make make good beer make good food and like keep a consistent business like did she want to like reach a bigger audience because she makes good beer like the beer that she yeah. makes is good so why yeah. doesn't she distribute or I mean, is that I, that I, is that just not a production that like she wants to like have to maintain it's a risky it's risky to to expand and go into these kind of things i mean but she's been in business for years like my she's been there since before my parents bought the store and that's when i was in that's when i was in third grade like that's over 20 years it can still be risky to you i mean your opinion doesn't have to change i mean it's just you're not sure i guess i I guess i agree with it i no, you're right you know what if the formula works like why fuck with it like she has a steady business right yeah you're right you're right all right cool (laughs) Uh, in the words of Fleetwood Mac, don't break the chains, man. Oh, I was Did listening you? to Fleetwood Mac. Um, so their song Tusk, <laughs> it always really threw me off. But I was listening to it today and I was like, you know what? I really like this. I like the song. So like yeah. songs grow on you. Beers grow on you. Here we are. Full circle. Did you get my message last night about uh, Fleetwood Mac? No. I was drunk as shit. Uh Cause, like when I'm drunk, I I just listen to music. It's what I do. That's my favorite <laughs> so, part of episode episode four. <laughs> and I started listening to uh, Rumors, Fleetwood Mac. Oh, great! So, song. Honestly, honest, great album. It's the album. It's it's a song it too. Maybe I'm drunk. Let, guys, I'm just drunk. It's fine. It's a it's an album. Rumors is the best album ever to me. Anyway, Fleetwood Mac and Fleetwood Mac is not even my favorite band. But it's my favorite album of all time. Stevie Nicks, original B- Queen. To, Thank yeah. y'all. Next to like BB King, live in the Cook County Jail or live at the Regal. Ooh, good one. Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac is fucking amazing. And I was so drunk and I was just listening to that album over and over and over again. And I messaged uh, our friend Nick, who's a big music guy. And I, I had uh, I had sent a message to him like maybe three or four months ago saying my favorite drunk band i was drunk at the time also the hot chili peppers red hot chili peppers yeah yeah whatever <laughs> i'm drunk it doesn't matter but but yes yes you're right and i was like chili peppers 
best drunk band ever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when I'm drinking. And I, I messaged him last night. And I was like, um, I have to I have to change what I said. Wait, hold on. I have it right here. Yes. I said, <laughs> I said, I take back an old text when I said Chili Peppers is my favorite band when I'm drunk. See, you call I them Chili Peppers, too. Yeah. You said hot Chili Peppers. What? So Toy I word. added one more word. Yes. Um, I added my favorite band when I'm drunk. I've thought about it a lot, and it's definitely Fleetwood Mac now. And he says, LOL, I'm down with that change. <laughs> yeah, because it's a good change. That's what you should have changed <laughs> yeah. it to, because Fleetwood Mac is one of the greatest bands of all time. Dude, I love Fleetwood Mac. I need, I need more records. I need more records. Yeah, same. So I, I have a rotating, um, when I do crafts, I have four CDs that I listen to. Um, and, and I, I listen to them literally on CDs, like not on Spotify or like a streaming service. Like I, I switch them out. So it's, it's Tom Petty, James Taylor, Fleetwood Mac, <laughs> Eric Clapton. And, um, no, it's only four. That's it. <laughs> so not, not those a are fan, but well, my like James li- Taylor, Eric Clapton, uh, not really don't, I don't care about them, but I love James I Taylor. I understand. My parents had a had a a four disc um like series of every Fleetwood Mac song ever and I wow. took it. I took it. It's in my apartment. <laughs> I stole from my parents. I stole from my parents. <laughs> Sorry mom and mom, mom and dad if you're listening, uh ignore that last part. Thank you. Your mother and father share all of our stuff. I know. My parents are so supportive. My mom my mom was so fucking funny. So, you know how in the first episode I was saying like, oh, my mom would be like, oh, that's cute. And my dad will give like constructive criticism. Totally yeah. opposite. My mom has literally really? never stopped giving me constructive criticism since the moment our podcast came out. And her fir- her only comment from our first episode was, listening to your first episode now, I was like, okay, cool. Let me know what you think. She goes, if Trump can use Twitter, so can you. <laughs> Only feedback from the whole first episode. I was like, thanks, Mom. You're right. I probably could, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Twitter and my is dad, different. My dad doesn't say anything. He's it's really funny. I know they listen to it together. Like, they listen really? to it together. Yeah, yeah. They'll put it on the radio. <laughs> it's so cute. My, my mom was like, um, when we don't have any more Red Sox to watch this week, we'll listen to your podcast. <laughs> I love I love the older audience from, like, 40 to 60, so it's great. Yeah. I, well, because that's, like, our spirit animal range. Like, spirit- you and I are just, like, an old-ass person, but, like, we're also young, so, like... You d- Thanks for listening for those those twenty to like thirty year olds. You just said our spirit animal is old people. Yeah, because <laughs> it's true. Well, that and Alana Wexler are my spirit animal. Like Betty White, spirit animal. If Betty White or... and Alana Wexler were the same person, that would be my spirit. Spirit animal, animal or soulmate? You're thinking of soulmate. Like we talked about no, the last episode. spirit animal, no. not soulmate, because I wouldn't want. I'm not got a commitment, so like no, I don't want that, a partner. But like, but I mean, saying you connect. Like you connect with that person. Yeah. They're not old, yeah. old people. I connect with old people. Our, I'm an old soul. I'm an old soul, bro. Animal spirits. No, not animal spirits. That's, just like that's what you animal. said. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie, I need another beer. I'm like, done with mine. Can we get another hold on, one? Hold on, hold Can we on. have a beer break? Hold on. Let's see. Okay. So spirit animal and animal spirit 
for the same fucking thing. And you just called old geriatric motherfuckers our spirit animal. That is the worst <laughs> spirit animal. Okay, wait, hold on. So, just imagine this. Imagine okay. you're part of the Navajo tribe. And and you are coming of Anawaska, age. Anahuasca, motherfuckers. <laughs> and you are coming of age. And they go, okay. they go, runs with beer. You have a spirit. That's me. Yeah, exactly. You have a spirit animal. And you go, wow, chief red balls. What is my spirit animal? And he goes, your spirit animal is Gladys. She is 90. <laughs> she is over there. And you're like, what the fuck did you just say? I'd be like, yeah, you're right, boo. You're right. <laughs> But she's not an animal. All right. Well, it's my spirit guide then. That's fine. Spirit guide makes sense, but you literally right. just called old All right, people. All right. So my animals. spirit guide is Alana Wexler from Broad City and Betty White. Okay. Can we go get in the? I need a beer. Yeah, I need a beer too. So we're gonna take a beer break real quick. Hopefully, I don't get another Zima, but I really don't know. Yeah. Please don't come back with one of those. Okay. All right. Here we go. Beer break. While Robbie and Lauren are getting a new beer, let's take this time to remind all you out there that you can follow us on all our social media platforms, such as on Instagram, at The Brew Interviews, or Twitter, at Brew Interviews. And if you have any questions or suggestions for the show, contact them at thebrewinterviews at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And we are back from our beer break. I have a new beer. Lauren has a new beer. I actually have a beer that I've had before on the podcast. Okay. Uh, I am drinking Dogfish Heads Lupa Luau again. It is the, okay. the, the Coconut IPA, the 7.3%, which I'm just remembering is pretty fucking high. I was just going to say, you chugged those <laughs> the last time you drank them. You fucking chugged them. You That's like the most beer breaks we've ever had was that episode. It was a lot. You fucking were just like, oh, I'm done with my beer. Let's get another one. I was like, I'm not even halfway done with mine yet, yeah. bro. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm drinking that again. I have one left, so I figured, what the hell? Instead of opening up a new new beer and introducing it, I would just yeah. drink something we've already done before. And it's still not horrible, but not amazing. So, take it for what it is. Well, so, you're still on the edge, and that's fine. I'm glad that you gave it another chance. Um, so, from uh, our second episode, I drank that Gosa. All right, now, I, I watched a video, a couple of videos, that said that it was pronounced Gosa. Yeah, And then I have a friend who I really respect their opinion, and I was talking about this beer, and I called it a gosa, because that's how I thought it was pronounced, and he said it goes. But I'm pretty sure a goes is, like, the one that's spelled, like, G-E-U-Z-E, not G-O-S-E. So, like, if, if anyone knows, like, the proper pronouncement, like, can you just email us or, like, send us a video clip of, like, you pronouncing them and, like, the spelling so that I'm more educated on the topic. The proper pronouncement. The pronunciation. Pronounce, pronunciation. The proper pronunciation of the word. Um, so, anyways, uh, my beer right now is um, the tropic. I'm going to keep calling it a gosa until someone corrects me. I agree with you. So, I've heard gosa before. All right, thank you, yeah. thank you. So, um, on our second episode, I drank the passion fruit gosa. Yep. Uh, from Two Roads. So tonight, and I had said that they made a, a couple more, and I really want to try the plum, and I still haven't found it. But tonight, I bought the um, the lemon lime and the tropical fruit gosa from Two Roads. So I'm drinking the tropical fruit right now, and it said it's brewed with it's a tropical fruit gosa brewed with pineapple, mango, guava 
Barbados cherries and passion fruit. Um, now, if you remember, these are all kettle soured in milk tanks, like milk truck tanks. Yes. And when you pour it, it's super hazy. Like you can't see through it at all. And it kind of looks like um, a shandy. Like it's like really lemonadey looking. Yeah. I don't think that I like this one as much as the passion fruit one. It's it's not as bold, but I'm not mad at it. It's a little salty. It's a little a little bit of a dry mouthfeel, but other than that, like it's fine. I drink if you kept serving me this, I'd drink it. Yeah, it's like what I'm drinking right now. Like it's like Meh. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a nice light beer. I wouldn't say no to it if you handed it to me. Yeah, exactly. I I think what I said for the first time I had the Lupa Luau was it's not great, it's not good, it's not bad. It's what they set out to do. They set out yeah. to make that kind of beer and they did that. Yeah. And they did it well. Like it could be a, it could be a whole lot fucking worse. And I'm pretty I'm sure that's the same with yours. Like it could be fucking worse, but they, they did Oh, it could it do. could absolutely and and I think and honestly, I don't like fruit punch flavored things. So I think that it might just be like it's a fruit punch gosa. So like yeah. I don't like the flavors that go into a fruit punch. So that might just be what's throwing me off. Because it, it like honestly the aftertaste of it is fruit punch. Like if you were to get the like Hawaiian gym or whatever. Hawaiian like, gym? And make that a yeah, you know what I mean. It that's what it's called, right? Hawaiian the punch? guy with like the dreadlocks. Hawaiian punch. Yeah, who are, oh, I called him Jim when I was younger. <laughs> the guy on oh, the Yeah, thing. I think his name actually Sam, is. Uh, shout out Sammy. I th- Thanks. I think his uh, name we is called him Jim. Jim. I think his name is Is it? I think so. Because I remember hearing Jim too, but it was always just Hawaiian punch. Like it was Yeah. Well the Hawaiian Jim punch, whatever. <laughs> like it's like the aftertaste is that flavor, but like the, the forefront is is like pretty bitter and like sour and and salty. Yeah. So if that's what you're looking for, if you like fruit punch flavored things go for it it's fucking delicious yeah so now that we've gone over our beers since the beer break we've been talking a lot about this topic we should probably move on to our next topic which i know you were excited about yeah okay so i like to go into our topics blind but robbie let me know in advance and like i think this is one that i can really converse on yeah oh i mean we converse on everything but the topic you're right the topic that i want to get into is is pretty much what are your turn offs for women so basically when you look at a girl what do you see as something you like Ugh, that bothers me i'm not into that kind of kind right, of deal, deal so, breakers deal breakers almost so i i want to preface everything that i say with i don't like to judge a woman based off of her physical appearance because you can meet a beautiful woman who's like everything you want physically but who can be like totally dead mentally like i need to be able to have a conversation with you because conversation lasts so much longer than physical appearance so for all the ladies out there please don't think that i'm shallow this is a topic that robbie chose and i'm talking phys- like distinctly based physical appearance right for turnoffs no this is everything Oh, everything? All right. Everything. Well, never mind my rant that I just had. God. All right. So what are my turnoffs? Can we can we start with categories? No, we're just going to go back and forth. You're going to say one, I'm going to say one. We're going to All right. Talk armpit about hair. It. Tell tell what uh what what you could improve, ladies. Is that bad? No, so. no, Robbie, we're not telling ladies what they can improve because women, you should live your life how you fucking want. 
I'm gonna back myself up on this a lot tonight, Robbie. I'm sorry. All right, what's your what's your first turn off then? Would you what do you hate about? So the one thing that I like I I don't care what women do with their body hair, but like personally, armpit hair really (laughs) creeps me out. (laughs) I really don't like armpit hair. Like if like stubble's fine. Like you if you forget to shave for like a week, like whatever. Like we're all in that position. We get busy. It's fine. But like if you have like inch and a half grown out armpit hair where like the ends like you could trim and it would keep growing i can't i can't i don't know if it's a lesbian thing but like armpit hair is the worst and i know robbie has like a thing about hair like he can't do hair so i can do hair okay so the thing is like well i didn't even put armpit hair because i kind of assumed that most like modern women are like i'm not gonna have armpit hair you know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of girls I'm It must I'm be a lesbian culture, Robbie. I'm not sure. Listen, yeah, I just dated different. this chick who didn't shave her nether regions. Like, it was just, like, full grown in. Which is fine. Like, whatever. Whatever women want to do with their body hair. Like, I have to shave mine because otherwise I get itchy. That's different, and it's like That's different. Armpit hair is totally different. But, like, armpit different. hair is, is different than pubic hair. Yes. Like, if you're a lesbian and you shave your pubes, like, thank you. I appreciate that. Like, I'm going to be courteous also you don't want to that's fine but like also it tickles my nose so like <laughs> i like i like a little strip just a little landing strip looks good a it landing looks, strip you like a landing strip Robbie? i don't know if i've ever i don't think i've ever dated a chick who's had a landing i've never had sex with the girl who's had a landing strip i blame uh like older playboy magazines because i used to find my old my uh older cousins playboys and they always had the the la- jason landing strip like yes my cousin jason <laughs> <laughs> yes now he's at a landing strip and i was fine with that a little bit of hair is not bad when i was younger i used to um shave images into my pews <laughs> i could do a heart i did my initials once it was crazy i'm very creative so on to the next turn off uh right right, right. armpit so hair my, number one so my, my first turn off is smoking girls who smoke not 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 weed not weed i'm talking cigarettes. okay all right i can get i can um so i don't have a problem with the smell of cigarettes depending on the cigarette brand only because like see well it really just doesn't bother me um if you're smoking next to me and like blowing your smoke in my face like i'm probably gonna get a little pissed off but like i also don't like kissing a girl who just smoked like if, Marlboro if you're, if you're with a girl that smokes Marlboro Reds that's pretty impressive <laughs> you need to evaluate your life and I'm so sorry no, no. for all of our listeners who smoke Marlboro Reds but like I'm not gonna make out with so, you I'll make out so with you I but like not twice to smoke my mom and dad both smoke yeah exactly so oh see neither of smell, my parents I'm not that, like it doesn't phase me I'm just used to it but but when a girl smokes cigarettes, you can just fucking tell, and you're just like, Ugh. like, I don't, I don't know what it is. I've seen it a lot. Like I'm just like, nope, not into this. Yeah, I mean, like everyone smokes when they drink. So if I'm like out partying, like I'm gonna probably smoke a cigar or like a clove cigarette if get someone the, hands. Get I'm, them cloves. Never mind. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna finish that sentence. But like, like if I'm out partying. And I make out with a girl who smoked. Like, that's not going to bother me. Because, like, that comes with the territory. But, like, I could never consistently date somebody who smokes. Uh, just because, like, I, honestly, I have asthma. And that would never work out very well. Um, 
and depending on the cigarette like i just i couldn't do it like i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't kiss somebody that like tasted like a cigarette because the taste of cigarettes like the smell of cigarettes is fine but like the taste of cigarettes is gross just stop it just stop it it's not attractive at all also our listeners who smoke like whatever i hope you it's it's a drug it's the same thing as alcohol it's the same thing as is caffeine like it's a drug it's, it's not fine. it's like, not okay so it's what's fuck your you, Robbie. What, what do you what are your turnoffs <sighs> all right are we talking physical or mental everything literally everything your turnoffs all right i really um commitment really scares me robbie any girl that like so this thing like lesbian no i'm so we're coming from different cultures so (laughs) white people women tend what no no what i'm saying is like as a woman and women tend to like women tend to um cling they cling and i can't do it like all i want to do when i date women is make a connection all they want to do is make a genuine connection with somebody and the fact that like the second that i make a genuine connection they feel like they want to like just be my partner i'm like no no i just want to make a connection with you and if we build that partnership that's great but like that's not my goal right now yeah i i see it I you know see what it. i mean so like commitment is a, a turn off hey right, that's a good one uh my next one is odd piercings Oh, eyebrow piercings? If you have an eyebrow piercing, I don't care who the fuck you are. I will never talk to you. <laughs> I fucking hate, I hate eyebrow piercings. And I'm sorry to any listener that has eyebrow piercing, but like... bother me as well. Not really. Do you no. not like the septum then, piercing? Um, like, some, I don't know. At least for girls I'm trying to date or get with. Like, the, the body, the body piercings, you know what I mean? I forgot what they're called. What kind of body piercings? My... my my roommate in college was dating a girl that had like ones on her side dermal 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 that's what it's called yeah i hate those oh a dermal a dermal so you can get a dermal anywhere the dermal is just like a piercing that's under your skin a lot of the times they're on the collarbones the hip bones or like the lips or like the the chin or whatever I like piercings on women. I don't like eyebrow piercings. Some like hip dermals are crazy. I fucking love that shit. Dimple Dimple dermals. Well, dimples are cute, but whatever. Um, Fucking like dimples, not why not? You don't like dimples? Fucking dimples. There's a difference between emo and girls who do these weird fucking piercings. Well, I have I have piercings, so like I've had like I had my belly button pierced, so like I have a scar from my belly button, and I had. Well, I had my webbing pierced. I had the, the that like slit under your tongue, that like webbing under your tongue. I had that pierced. You're I had the back weird. of my neck pierced for a little bit. <laughs> well, they rejected. The one under my tongue and my neck rejected um, because he fucking pierced it with an eyebrow piercing. Like he didn't do like the actual staple that you're supposed to do. But I have my like cartilage and my trachis um, and um, snug. I have my snug pierced. Um, and that's all the piercings I have right now. I really want to get my clit hood pierced. Oh, why'd you, have to, <laughs> why'd you have to tell me that? Well, I don't know. We're talking about piercings. I want to get my, the, I, I feel like that would be a fun piercing, right? You just, it's like a surprise. Like sometimes when I like take a girl's bra off and she has her nipples pierced, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, that's really cool. Also, I watched, 
get her fucking nipples pierced. And it was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Watching a nipple get pierced is fucking gross. Don't ever do it. Nipple pierced. It's so bad. Clip pierced is kind of fucking weird. Oh, I. Oh, oh. Um, Robbie, I love nipple piercings, but to watch it actually get pierced is fucking disgusting. And she had already had them pierced, so she got them re-pierced. And I was just like, you (laughs) clamp it and they stick the needle through, and I'm like, God. No, okay. No, okay. (laughs) No, 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 no. All right. I don't know, Robbie. I don't have a whole lot of turn-offs. All right, so if you're... All right, turn-offs. Um, if you're rude, I feel like that's a, that's not a personal turnoff though. That's just kind of normal. Like, all right. Um, I don't, Robbie. Can we take a beer break? I need a beer break, and I need a little bit of time to reflect for a hot second. <laughs> okay, we're gonna take a beer break real quick. I right. don't need a beer, but Lord needs a beer. I need a beer. I need to think about what turns me off about women because I fucking love women, dude. So do I. I've had five beers though. All right. Beer break. Beer break. Go. Well, it looks like Lauren and Robbie are off to get another beer. Seems like a lot of beer, you two. I know I'm supposed to plug your social media and such, but have you ever considered the idea that you might have a drinking problem? Are my words falling on deaf ears? Oh, I'm so alone during these cutaways. Be sure to check out their social media and their Patreon, I guess. Now, back to the show. And we are back from our beer break. I did not get a new beer. I just had to pee really bad because I've had five beers. Lauren, what are you drinking? Um, I'm just drinking the uh, the mango IPA from Pipe Dreams Brewing. Um, it's brewed with fresh mangoes and Amarillo hops, and it's fucking delicious. If you like mangoes and IPAs, drink it. Pipe Dream. All right, now that we've talked about our, our turn-offs... I mean, I had a couple more. Uh, picky eaters are a big one for me. I don't like picky eaters. Oh, I can't do it. I cannot do picky eaters. Absolutely not. Yeah. Too much phone. Too much, like, social media phone people who, like, they pick their phone over you. If I go on a date with you and you pull your phone out, I'm never talking to you again. Yep. Exactly. I turn my phone off before I go on dates because that's fucking rude. I agree. What are your turn ons? What do you look for in a girl? Redheads. <laughs> okay, I that, love that's... redheads, dude. I fucking love redheads. That's not what I meant, really. Oh. But like, 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 like personality. Oh, adventurous. I really like. Traits. I really like um, adventurous, spontaneous people who aren't afraid of um, new experiences. You like adventurous people? Yeah. Um. I also. I really enjoy people who are, yeah, I, I think that the, that's like my main focus right now is like people who are not looking for commitment and like are really down for like, like adventures. <laughs> Some not dating material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's different. I mean, like, like dating someone and being in a relationship is, is different. <sighs> Tell that to every lesbian on the East Coast, dude. <laughs> yeah. So my first probably turn on would be got to make me laugh. Oh, yeah. You have to have a good sense. I feel like that's like one of the main like components people connect on or sense of humor. Yeah. If you're not funny, why the fuck am I with you? 
Like, why am Absolutely. I around you? Why am I, why am I friends with you? Well, that and I think, like, communication and, like, conversation is so important because, like, later on down the road, like, you might not be physically able to do things with people. You might not be, like, you know what I mean? Like, you'll be old at a nursing home with somebody, but, like, you can still have a conversation and, like, sense of humor is important and, like, thinking things are funny is important. Like, I really connect with you because we have a very similar sense of humor. Like, that's important for a relationship with a friend so you're you're going way down the road like that that funniness better better fucking last and that's why i'm with you well no yeah but but that's how i like base my not only like romantic relationships but also like friendship relationships because like i'm i'm a very positive funny person so like i want to fucking be able to laugh so if you can make me laugh like you're somebody who i'm going to maintain a relationship with yeah i agree i agree yeah 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 (laughs) uh one of my turn-ons probably one that might get me flack i don't know I like a girl that is fit and likes to work out, but that's because I like to work out. And that's a part of your lifestyle. Yes, exactly. But, it, but, but to me, it's like, if you don't work out or, or try to, to change yourself, you know what I mean? Like physically, like if you don't care about the way you look, like, what do you care about me? Like, you know what I mean? Like if you don't even care about yourself, like. And I think this is where we differ on it because, like, I really appreciate a woman who doesn't give a shit about physical appearance because I, like, I don't have, I could make time to work out and I, but I don't, but I also, like, pay attention to what I eat. Like, I don't eat unhealthy things. Like, when I, I'll cook myself dinner, like, every night, but I'm also going to make, like, something that's high in protein and, like, low in, like, I pay attention because my mom was a dietitian, so I know what's healthy and I know what's not. But also, like, I appreciate a girl who doesn't fucking want to eat chicken fingers and french fries every night, you know what I mean? Like... (coughs) Oh, shit. Oh, this is the first time we're going to have to can out your voice, dude. Yeah, Um, right. Yeah, but, like, physical... Like, I don't... Yes, everyone is attracted to somebody based on a physical appearance like that's not something you can deny like everyone is going to be attracted to someone based on how they look but also you have you have that other connection that's like personality and humor and like those need to align also because you're not always going to look how you look now but like if you find somebody who's like set in their core ways and like that's how they have developed as a human and evolved and like that's their perspective now like and that's something you can grow with i think that it's important to be able to connect with somebody on that level like that's what's going to make a sustainable relationship i think it's 50 percent. i think it's 50 percent emotional 50 percent physical because if you don't like somebody physical you won't like them emotionally i think i I think nowadays maybe not as much because evolutionary it was you know the woman with the most rounded hips the you know what i mean like she was the 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 best for breeding but like now it's totally different i don't even necessarily mean like evolutionary and like reproductive i mean like evolutionary as in what we are attracted to people that look like we do 
Like we're attracted to people that look the same as us. But like nah. it and, and and that it that has like scientific grounding and like you can look it up. I'm too fucking lazy and drunk <laughs> to do it right now. But like Robbie obvi- obviously that doesn't hold to you cuz you like Indian chicks. Like I can't <laughs> not not exclusively, but I'm saying No, but you like them. And don't get me wrong, like hey girls, but like <laughs> people people don't I think I think no offense, but I think you're wrong. I don't think people like people that look like each other, like like look like them, because there are way too many ugly fucking dudes. Who oh are well, into way no, too you're many right. Because like beautiful butch women. chicks, fuck no. Yeah, exactly. So kind of what you just said, kind of just goes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Fuck. <laughs> I I know I read an article on it at one point. <laughs> that article's fucking wrong. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> but no, but like I care. Not that I don't care, but I, if if a woman takes care of herself, that looks good to me. You know what I mean? Like you care about the, the image that you portray. Like yeah. oh, you work out, you put in the work, you put in the effort to look good. Like I appreciate that. You take enough time to care about your physical appearance. Yes, and that's important. It is important. People yeah. think it's not important. It's important. And, and I'm not saying that like. I, I like I'm only gonna like like you based off of your like m- like our mental connection like obviously there's a physical connection if you're using dating apps like literally the first thing that you do is judge someone based off their physical, physical appearance yeah so like every, time. every single time I'm just trying I try I, I'm just saying that I try and base less of my opinion on someone based on their physical appearance as opposed to their like mental state but I agree with you I give people a chance. Don't get me wrong. I'll give anybody, a, like, you know, a girl a chance. But Well, yeah, that's because we're, like, good people. We, like, <laughs> yeah, we, we want to see the best in, like, somebody. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Do you have more questions? I like this. These, these aren't questions. These are the last uh, turn what on would, All right. Wait, Robbie. What would be a total deal breaker for you? A total deal breaker? like if if you found literally the perfect woman like everything that you could imagine but if she had this one trait what would it be that would make you not want to be with her uh it would have to be crazy jealousy and only because because i'm i'm i am best friends with so many females yep that it just wouldn't work and that's the only reason like like you wouldn't be a problem but if i because you're because you're gay but if yeah. i brought this i'm like bring new, me out with these women exactly but like uh <laughs> now i'm pretty sure i've talked about it before probably not on the podcast but if i brought girls back to like allison alex and hillary they They're would judge beautiful the f- they would judge the fuck out of her and she would judge the fuck out of them and it it just it just wouldn't work well and that's what i think is important like the fact that if you brought allison alex and hillary to a woman and they didn't judge her at all like that's a good sign yeah but i also trust her judgment well yeah you want a good review from them and there i i would also respect all of their opinions but like and that's what i would want also because i was in a relationship where like literally after i divorced my wife nobody liked her and nobody told me beforehand so it's like why the fuck wouldn't you tell me because my friends opinions are very important to me because those are the core people in my life like 
if you're going to pick a partner, like you need to find a partner that fits with your social circles that have already been established. Would you have listened? Would you have listened to us if we had told you? Yes. Honestly, all I needed was I don't somebody. Think you would have. No, Robbie, I, all I needed was somebody to be like, you shouldn't do this. And I would have been like, and, and just like giving me honest, my, my self-confidence at that point had been beaten down to the point where I had no confidence in anything in my life or, or like anyone else. Like, I was just like, I, I don't know what to do. Cause I, I was so sad. It was so sad. And all I needed was somebody to be like, listen, this isn't healthy and i would have been like yeah you're right this isn't healthy and it only took me moving back to keen and like spending more time with my family to be like you're right this isn't good it was a it was a really toxic relationship and and i I wish i need honest friends in my life to tell me these things because i like to see the good in people i i agree in some ways but i feel like you wouldn't have listened to us i think you would have just kind of gone through with it uh, so at that point in my life, I was I was pretty stubborn. When. I was it really no, when. I was really stubborn, and I know yeah. that. But I've also like really um, grown as a human, and I'm not like that anymore. And I and I recognize when I'm being a shithead. So <laughs> such a shithead. <laughs> they were. Sh- it was not a. It was not. It was not a healthy relationship. And all no. I needed was for like two to three friends to be like, this isn't okay. It, the fact that after I got divorced, like, ten people were like, yeah, we knew that would never work out. It's like, why wouldn't you just be honest with me? Why wouldn't you tell me that beforehand? Like, why would you let me go through with this, spend all this money on a wedding to have, like, literally my mental state? Like, my mom was honestly, like, scared that I was getting, like, schizophrenia because I was in such a bad, like, state of mind. It was not a healthy relationship. No. And I'm pretty sure I... I did I ever mention that? I don't know. Either way, we're getting way too. Yeah, we're gonna have to edit all of that shit out, dude. I mean, we're keeping it. Here we are, uh, Lauren's therapy podcast. Yeah, right. Hey. We should probably end it in this episode. Do you think? You know what, Robbie? I'm about at the end of my third beer. Um, I have to get up and go yard sailing with my mom in the morning. Um, I'm also going to the uh, the Brewfest in Keene. So if you're at Wyman's Tavern, uh, holla at your girl. So <laughs> <laughs> holla at your girl. Yep. Oh, man. Here we are. I drank a lot of good beers tonight, guys. I'm not mad at any of them. Robbie did a good job telling me what to do. Here we are. <laughs> you make me sound controlling. No, I like it. I like. I don't want to. I like this podcast because I can just talk into the universe. Um, and not care and Robbie tells me what to talk about so I, that's where all the I rants stress, come from and I stress about all the t- t- other stuff yeah I hate I didn't like uh, hosting that last podcast and I, I don't want to host another one so here we are well you're gonna alright episode 19 I'll do one I'll do the listen so I, I did episode 9 which mm-hmm. is like fine whatever episode 10 is like a big deal so like I'm going to do, I'm going to host the episode before every 10th episode. How's that sound? I mean, we'll see. No, it's going to happen. It's going to be a thing. I'm going to do it. The end. Uh, well, like I said, probably in this episode, I'm sure you've all heard enough from us today. Folks, 
talked about a lot tonight. We talked about the five rules every good beer bar should follow, and we also talked about how picky Lauren is when it comes to finding a mate, and how accepting of people I just am. I'd like to thank you all for listening and continuing to support us, so hit that like button and follow us on all our social media. And if you feel so inclined, head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thebrewinterviews and help keep this train wreck going. We couldn't do it without you all. So for The Brew Interviews, I'm Robbie, and she's Lauren. Good night. This has been The Brew Interviews, a bi-weekly podcast about craft beers coast-to-coast with Lauren and Robbie. Here they are going to talk about your brews now. <laughs> <laughs>